We are in Mem Aleph, Amr Aleph. We are. Um, we are uh, into the Gemara already. Uh, this the, we we started a little bit from the uh, this, the two dots, the second two dots, Amr Shmuel. So maybe we'll just uh, continue from there just to get our bearings a little bit, and then we'll we'll move on from there. Um, so the Gemara, the, the, the mission had talked about the case of Shemeris Yabam, Shekidish Achiv Esachosa. Right, so the case was the woman's waiting for, um, right, here's the, the picture here, right? So we have, um, um, right, the, the, the um, Shimon is married to Rachel, right, and Shimon dies, and now Levi and Reuben are waiting to marry, Leia, to, to, to do even with, with Rachel. In the meantime, Levi goes ahead and he marries, he does Kiddushim with Leah, right, while Shimon is waiting around, what's going to happen, while Rachel is waiting around, what's going to happen to her? Um, so what becomes halacha in such a case? So we had the cases, um, right, that if right, if Reuben goes ahead and does chalitza or, or yibum, so then Levi can go ahead and do have nisun with Leah, right? But if, if, uh, um, um, right, and if Rachel would die, so again, Levi can go ahead and marry Leah. However, in the scenario where, um, um, well, those are the case, two cases we had before, and then we had a scenario where, where she herself dies, right? Where Rachel herself dies. Um, if we said that he can marry her, and then but what happens if um, um, the Avama herself, if the Avama dies, right? What happens if, if Reuven dies, right? So in that scenario, if the Avama dies, sorry. So then, Levi's in trouble, he's going to have to divorce Leia, and he's going to have to uh, do Chalitza with Rachel. Fine. So the, so, um, Gemara, the Gemara uh, comes over here as follows. So the Gemara says, Amr Shmuel halachah de Rebbe Yehuda Misera, right? That we passed in like Yehuda Misera, who said these, that gave these exact, uh, this psaq in these cases. So the Gemara asks, Ibaralehu, Mesa ishto maho biyavamta, right? So this is the case here, now over here on the chart. What happens if Levi's wife dies, right? What is the status of Levi to Rachel? Because on the one hand, great, let, not great, but you know what I'm saying. Levi now becomes permissible to, to Rachel again because he's not married to her sister. On the other hand, for a little while, he was, Levi was forbidden to Rachel because he was married to her sister. Right? So we have Mach Lokas, Rav Mabichanina, Darmi Tavayu, Mesa Ishta, Muta Biyavamto. Right? And this is exactly what the Gemara had asked last time. The Gemara had said, what was the answer? Rav Mabichanina, Darmi Tavayu, Mesa Ishta, Muta Biyavamto. Shmuel, Rav Yasi, Darmi Tavayu, Mesa Ishta, Asa Biyavamto. So we do more ask, I'm a Rav, my time with the Rav. What's, what's Rav's Svara? What's the reason why Rav would say that you are, again, permitted to, the, that, that Levi is permitted to this woman? So, Right, and that's what you have here on, in the green here, right? There's a scenario where you had a woman who was originally permissible to him, then she became forbidden to him, and now she became permitted again. So since she was originally permitted, the fact that she became usher to him for a little bit of the time, that doesn't really, that doesn't bother us, right? So because of the fact that Levi, right, when Shimon passes away, Levi could have done Yivam with Rachel, and he didn't. Instead, he married Leah, making him now forbidden to her, when now when Leah dies, he becomes permitted to Rachel, he's permitted to Rachel again, and can go ahead and do Yivam. Um, okay, so the Gemara is going to attack this approach. So it says the Gemara as follows. Mesev Rav HaMununa, Attacks this approach of of Rav Nuriyasi, and he says as follows: Gimel Achin Nisuin Beis Achayos. 
You have three brothers who are married to two sisters. I don't think they have a chart of this over here. So you have three brothers married to two sisters. Um, uh, sorry, yeah, sorry. Three brothers, Bez Nisu and Bez And two of the brothers are married to two sisters. Ve'echad mufne, and one of them is, is single. He's not married at all. Meis echad mibale achayos. One of the women passes away. Ve'asaba mufne maimer. And the, and the available uh, brother, who had, was not married to anybody, does mimer with her. Okay? Right? Dira Banan, first step of, uh, of Yibu. But he doesn't actually Yibu. Ve'achakach meis achiv hasheni. And then his other brother dies. Okay, so then the other brother dies, what happens? Now the second sister is now again has a zika to him also. Uh, and then the woman with whom he, did, he had done mimer, um, she passes away. So what happens? So this woman that was, again, had be, has, which originally uh, could have been a woman where he could have done Yibam with her. But then, um, instead, right, uh, her sister became a widow, so he did Yibum with the sister, uh, which made him forbidden now to her. But then, the, the sister passes away, so we say he cannot do Yibum with, this, with, this, with, the, second, with the second sister now. Right? He can't do Yibum with her, he has to do Chaletz and Vlomis Havimus. But why is that? Rav, if you're correct, then in this scenario, it should be the same. It's, it's not the same exact case, but a very similar case where, again, you have a situation where this brother was originally permitted to, let's call her Leah, right? He married Rachel, which made him forbidden to Leah. Then Rachel died, which made him permissible to Leah. So why do we say Chaletz of Salome Sebemis? In that case, it should be a case of a woman who is permissible, forbidden, and permissible. If Rab is correct, then we should really pass in that he's, that he's permitted to do a full Yibam with her. So when Rav heard this, Ishtik, he didn't say anything. He didn't have a quick response. He, uh, at that moment, was quiet. He didn't have any response to him. Levasr denafak, but after Rav Hanuna walked away, Amar, right? So this happens to us sometimes, right? It happens to me, right? Someone says something sharp, you're like, oh, I don't know, I have nothing to say. And then they leave, like, oh, wait, I had an answer. Right? So all of a sudden, he realizes he has something he could have answered. What could have he answered? Amar, Milo, Amrisle, why didn't I respond to him? Rebbe Elazar, he, this is the sheet of Rebbe Elazar. Who's that? The Amar Kevin Sha'amar Amda Alav Sha'achas Be'iser Nesra Alav Olamis. That is, this is the approach of Rabbi Elazar who has his own approach that he believes once a woman becomes forbidden, she becomes forbidden forever and there's nothing else to talk about. Uh, the Gemara does not quote what the exact case is, but Rashi does on um, what, what that exact scenario was. Um, and let's take a look at, um, let's take a look at Rashi for a second. Because Rashi brings up, explains what the case of Rabbi Elazar is, and it's going to be helpful. So the, um, yeah, take a look in Rashi right across the way on the right side. Right, Rabbi Elazar, he, Beperak Beishamai, later on in Daf Kuf Chesim is the following case. Hamagarish Esha'isha, right, is the man who divorces his wife, Vechzira, and then he marries her again. Muteris Liyabing, right, so the question is the, the following case. Man, uh, Ruvain's married to Rachel, they get divorced. Then they, re- they reconcile. He's, Ruvain's not a, not a Kohen. So Ruvain goes ahead and he remarries Rachel. Now they're married. Then Ruvain dies and without any children. Can Shimon marry Rachel? So the, the halacha is that when that the, the, uh, the grusha of your brother is forbidden to you. We mentioned that before, right? If your brother gets divorced, you're still not, not, allowed, to marry, not allowed to marry his, wife, uh, his former wife. So the question is, what happened to this guy? When she was 
married right to Reuven. So what's the status for Shimon basically? When Reuven was married to Rachel, so if Rachel would have died, sorry, if Reuven would have died, Shimon can marry Rachel, right? But now that Reuven has divorced Rachel, Shimon became forbidden to Rachel. No matter what would happen, if Reuven would die or not die, whatever, he can't marry Rachel. Now that Reuven marries Rachel again, do we say, oh, that's like, that's like Yibam. She's just Eishas Ach, but Yibam overrides Eishas Ach. Or do we say no? Because for a, mo- for a certain amount of time, she became Grushas Ach, right? which was a separate issue, and, and Yibam never overrides Grushas Ach. Maybe she now uh, finds herself in a situation where she's forbidden and can never go back. Uh, so, so Rabbi Elazar Oser, Right, so Rabbi Lazar Paskins, no, in that case, she's not allowed, he, if, if, his, if Reuven now dies without children, he is not allowed to do Yibam, uh, Shimon cannot do Yibam with him, with her. That's the sheet of Rabbi Lazar who holds, since you were uh, forbidden for a certain amount of time, you remain forbidden forever. Right, that's the opinion of Rabbi Lazar. So, so Rav says here, I'll tell you why, in, in this scenario, Rabbi, uh, the, 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 that the Brisa here, uh, this, this, um, sorry, this, this case where Hanuna was bringing up uh, causes a problem for, for Rav. Well, he said, I'll tell you why it's not a problem, because that's one opinion. That's, that's specifically the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. So uh, that doesn't bother me. I disagree with Rabbi Eliezer. We have a difference of opinion in terms of Svara. Right? I, don't, I don't agree with such a concept. So, uh, so he said, so basically the point is, Again, the bus is enough. Like after Rabbi Nuna left, Amar Rav said to himself, "Amaylo Amrlei, Rabbi Elazar he." Why did I just say to him that this this opinion, this case of the Gemma Achim based in Suim based Achayos? That's that's that that's specifically according to the opinion of Rabbi Elazar. It's not according to everybody. The Amar came and she Amda Lav Shalachas beIsr Nesra Lav Alamis. But then how the Amar? So then Rav says, "Well, wait a second. Actually, maybe I'm not right. Maybe I'm maybe I'm getting it wrong. Maybe Rabbi Nuna is correct because." Maybe Imer the Amr Belazar hechad lo chazia b'shas nafila. Maybe Rabbi Elazar, maybe Rabbi Elazar's scenario. What was his case? Again, his case was the woman who had been um, who had been divorced from uh, Ruvain and then gets remarried to him. Right. So at that moment, when did she become forbidden to him? It was while Ruvain was still alive. There was no yibum scenario where she was where she became forbidden. Um, and what happened in that case? Um, uh, by, by, the time she, by the time that she is um, available for Yibam, what happens? She's already Grushazach. Right? So maybe Rabbi Lazar was saying um, his scenario only in a situation where um, at the moment when she felt Yibam, she already wasn't permissible. And that's why Rabbi Lazar in that case holds that she is uh, forbidden to him. Maybe, maybe in a situation where she was never available, sorry, where she, would have been, where she was originally permissible at the moment of Yibam, that maybe he wouldn't say such a, such a thing. So Hadar Amar in, and then he said, yeah, it's actually correct. Vatan, I'll give you a proof. Rabbi Elazar Omer, Mesa Yavamto, Mutter Be'ishto. Right? Because Rabbi Elazar says, look at our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said in, the, in, in our case of our Mishnah, right, what would happen in the scenario, again, our original case, over here, um, right. This case, right? Mesa Mesa Ishto. Sorry, Mesa Yavamta. This case, right? Um, here, right here. Yeah, this case. 
right? Right, that Levi, in this scenario, right, if Rachel would die, Levi is permitted to marry Leah, right? Um, so, but if the but if the but if the if his wife would die, right, he's not allowed to marry Rachel, right? That was what the, that was, that was one of the opinions. He's not allowed to marry her, right? Um, in in which and, and that's a case, by the way, where we see where she was permissible. Mm, get this correct. That she was permissible at the moment of Nefila, right? In that case, she was, right? She's permissible at the moment of Nefila because his wife dies and she's still permissible at that point, right? That's the point, is that Leah dies and Rachel is still available and she's permissible to him and nevertheless, uh, we possibly not to marry her. So what do you see? So you see that this, this idea of Rabbi Lezer actually permeates other cases. And that's the reason he says, I was good that I never stood up to Rabbi Menuna because the truth is, that, that, that he's really right. It's not just that the unique sheet in one case of, uh, of Rabbi Lezer, but it's really true throughout. And that's why, you know, Rabbi Nuno's attack was really a correct attack. Fine. Right, right, right. That, that, that really Rabbi Lezer agrees with, with basically with Shmuel and Ravasi, right, at any time. Uh, if if Yavam becomes forbidden to the Yavam at any time, she, says she remains you know us with him forever, and so he did to the agree. Fine. So the Gemara asks a separate question. So if that's true. Maybe Shmuel and Ravasi, right? Again, the whole time Shmuel and Ravasi are over here, who have held Mesa Ishto Asher Biyavamta, right? If again, if Levi had married married this woman, this other woman Leah, right, and then she passes away, that he's forbidden to marry Rachel, the original Yavama. So maybe uh, Shmuel Ravasi are just holding like Rabbi Lazar, right? So you might answer that it's not correct. Uh, you don't have to say that. A feel of him like It's not true. They can even hold like like the Rabbanon in that from that from the other case, the case of the of the of the Gerishin case, uh, where in the case of the Gerishin case, um, the Rabbanon had said uh, again that was the case where a man had divorced his wife and and, and remarried her. So in that case, we said. She, the Rabbanon said she's permissible, and, and then he dies, she's permissible to marry the Yavam. Um, even though she was, at, for a moment, she had been the, the Grusha's Ach. So that was the opinion of the Rabbanon. So the point is that, 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 uh, that um, Shmuel and Rav Asi, who hold over here, in our case, right, in this case, may say ishto aser biyavamto, that even, even, even they would agree, but even the Rabbanon, sorry, would agree with them in this case. Why lay Mashmur Vasa with Damakir of Lazar? The answer to the Gemara is no. I feel the Tamakir Abanan. Ad Khan lo Kamlifigi Rabanan alay the Rabbi Lazar, and the Mushim to be Nafil of the Elech lo Mitzar alayu. The reason they argued with Rabbi Lazar was because in that scenario, again, once, she, once her husband died, she was the wife of a man whose husband passed away without any children. Right? So, so in that scenario, the Rabanan said, okay, you're right, like, you know, whatever it was, 10 years ago, she had been divorced. And then got remarried. But here, once the, the Yibum scenario had never even come up, now when the Yibum scenario comes up, says the Rabbanan, she's totally uh, a Yavama, like everybody else. She was married to a man, he, he, he passed away with no children, she should do Yibum, right? And that scenario, the, the Isser, in a certain sense, the brothers, ha, ha, was so long ago and had nothing to do with the Yibum case. So in that scenario, they're not going to, uh, they're not going to argue. Meaning, I come to Mithri, 
Aled Rebbe Lazar, Elam Rishim de Minafila Vila Lo Mitzra Aleya. Vahacha de Itzer Afila, Vahacha de Itzer Afila Rabbanamoto. But here in this case, again, what happened when she falls to Yibum, again, when Rachel becomes available for Yibum, she's available, and then Levi goes ahead and marries Leah, making Rachel a forbidden to him during the Yibum process. Right, so she was available for Yibum, and he made her forbidden by marrying Leah. Now Leah dies. He wants to go back to Rachel. No, that's already different. That's already a scenario where during the Yibum process she become forbidden, and now his wife passes away. She becomes permissible. That there, the Rabbanim would agree. Kevin, since she became Usher, Kevin Sha'amda Lavit Sha'achas Ve'Isser Nesher Lavulamis. Fine. So the Gemara seems to be pretty clear at this point that Rav feels he was bested by Rav Manuna. Uh, and, and, and the Gemara assumes that even Shmuel and Ravasi are not just the Kishit of Rebbe Lazar, but even the Kishit of, of, of the Rabbanon. And it seems like everybody seems to be ganging up, assuming that Shmuel and Ravasi are correct in this case, that if uh, in this scenario, if, if the man's, husband would, would pass, man's wife would pass away, um, who he had married once Rachel had felt him in Yibum, and then Leah dies, that Levi is forbidden to marry Rachel at that point. Okay. Um, oh, here's Rashi's case. Um, all right, next mission. In, in that case, it's almost as if we're going back to, I think Jonathan said this last week, like the intent of evil here, right? It's almost as if, because in the case that you were describing before, uh, the third brother, Lady, specifically chooses not to have anything to do with Rafa. And only because, the only reason why he's going back to Rafa <laughs> is because, I mean, that's, she's the only one left. Right. And he's the only one left. Right, it's sort of, it is definitely poetic justice in a certain sense. I mean, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I don't know if call it that exactly. But yes, it's sort of like you can't, you can't have it both ways. Um, yes, that's definitely true. But you're saying maybe that's because of the svara of, you know, the, the, the goal of Yibam, you're saying? I, yeah, I think so. Because the intention has to be the Shem Shemayim. Okay, it could, it could be, it could be. I mean, I think it just kind of works out, like we're saying, like, he was sort of trying to avoid the mitzvah, and now he finds himself with the mitzvah in front of him, so, okay, fine, so now I'll do it. Um, you're right. It's a good question of that's really the, if that's the real rationale, or the rationale simply is that once she became forbidden, she became forbidden. Um, in the moment, of, during a yibum scenario, she became forbidden, we don't allow her to become permissible again. You're, you're, it's a good question. Like, why not? You're, you're, you're asking the why not. Why, why is that? Um, it's, a good, it's a good point. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting ha'ara because you're right. What, what, why should that matter? It's a good point. Um, but yes, if you're dealing with the rationale of Yibam, then certainly it, it presents an interesting question. It's a good point. Okay. All right, next Mishnah. Here we go. Hayavama Lotach, this takes us back to our conversation about Havchana, right? That between marriages, women are supposed to wait three months to make sure that we know that they're not, that we know if they become pregnant who, they are, who's, who the father is, right? So Hayavama Lotach Lotzvalotis Yavim Achayishla Shlosha Chadashim. So Yevama, she should not do chalitza, and she should not do yibam until she has three months between, um, you know, since her husband had passed away. You're going to ask the Kasha why chalitza, she's not going to be married, so we're gonna, we'll, we'll answer this question as we, as we move along. V'chein, kol sharnashim, by the way, it's interesting, the language of v'chein, now you see in the Mishnah used probably in the proper way. We saw v'chein in the previous Mishnah that was attacked. V'chein, kol sharnashim, and also other women. Lois arsu dishin, not to erisin, right? Kiddushin. Vloyin asu dishin, to nisuin. Ad shi yehu lahen shlosha chadashin. And they should not use erisin and not kiddu do nisuin until they have three months between, since the husband had passed away. Echa basulos, ve echa ulos, whether they had had tashmish before, had never had tashmish in their life, 
Echad Gerushos, Echad Amanos, whether they were divorced, whether they were widowed, Echad Nesuos, Vechad Arusos, whether they had gotten married to that original husband through Nisuin, or they had only had Arisen done. It doesn't matter. In all those scenarios, the Tanakama assumes they require three months from the time of his passing before they can go ahead and uh, do anything. Uh, whether they can do Arisen, whether they can do Nisuin, etc., with a new husband. One thing to point out is that when a man and woman do Arisen, they are not permitted to have Tashmish at all. So, uh, you know, you, you might argue it's a little bit of a Chumrah not to allow Arisen, because Arisen doesn't, doesn't permit Tashmish. So since Arisen doesn't permit Tashmish, you could say, let them do Arisen, and they, have to, they still have to wait to do Nisuin for, you know, until the full three months are up. But here, the Tanakhama is forbidding even, even Arisen in such a case. And by the way, same thing on the flip side, if she was an Arusa from the original husband, again, she never had Tashmish with him because there, were only, there was only Arisen. So you could again, could have, get, could have again asked, said the same thing, that if she's only coming from an Arisen relationship in the first place, we have nothing to be concerned about. She, never, she was never together with her husband to be concerned about who the father is. Nevertheless, this, the Tanakama is saying, even if she comes from an Arisen relationship or she's going into an Arisen again, it's not like you can choose, but the point is that they were doing the Arisen around their way to Nisu and hadn't done it yet. Um, and he passed away. But the, the point being, if she's coming from an Arison relationship and heading into Arison doesn't make a difference. Um, in both scenarios, we're going to forbid th- those people also, these women also from getting married again until there's three months from the time that they are, that the husband passed away. Um, and just a reminder also, that in the times of the Gemara, they would do Arison and then they'd wait a year and then they would do Nisuin. So again, even more reason to, to think that there wasn't this concern about if you do Arison, maybe they're going to come to have attachments right away. Um, okay, that's the Pimpin and Tanakam. Yehuda Omer, Yehuda says, Nisuos yisarsu, viharusos yinasu. So Yehuda says, if she was originally a Nisua from her original husband, she can do Arisin with the new husband. Again, why? Because there's, there's no Tashmish in the, in the Arisin. Viharusos yinasu. And if she was originally an Arusa, she can do Nisuin with the new man. Why? Again, she never had Tashmish with the first husband. So again, Havchan is not necessary, Yehuda says, because there, there, there was never a physical relationship there. But the Nesuos, the Arusas, from Yehuda, we're going to have to understand what this is talking about, that they, uh, they're, they're, we're more concerned that in that scenario, maybe they, the Tashmish had taken place or will take place because they have more of a close relationship, the, 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 the man and woman, when they do Arus. Look at Rashi. Uh, look at Rashi. Four lines up from the bottom. The Tanah the Parakamadik Subis. The Gemara says in Subis and Dafid Beis. Be Yehuda Yumi Yachad in Achasim Vakala Kodem Knisas in the Chupa. In Yehuda they would actually do Yichud before they would go to Chupa. Kadeshi Yehei Libo Gaspa. So they should, you know, in order to uh, create this 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 you know uh, strong attraction and, and, and interest in each other. Klomar Rogel Umetzachakima. He should be used to her and used to you know spending time with her. Shaloi Yu Boshin Zemi says they shouldn't be. Embarrassed of each other, bebilas mitzvah. So it's very fascinating, actually, that they, that they, when it comes time to get, get married, they should be a little comfortable with each other. They shouldn't feel like they're totally foreign from each other. Uh, why they would do that and how that was okay and whatever, it's a whole different conversation. But the bottom line is, this is what their practice was in Yehuda, that they would have the, the, the Hasid and Kala know each other much better before they would do Nisuin, so much more of a, a, a concern that they would actually have, uh, have had Tashmish. Fine. But that's the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, is when you're dealing with Arisin, um, we don't have this concern that either she had Tashmish with the original husband who she would have Arisin with, or she would with the new husband who she had Arisin with, except for the Arusin Shabi Yehuda. Arusin Shabi Yehuda. Fine. Uh, Rabbi Yossi Omer, Kol Hanashim, 
Yisarsu, Chutz Minalmanim. Yossi holds all women can have Erisin done, because again, Erisin is not permitting Tashmish anyways. Chutz Minalmanim, except for a widow, Bibneha evil, because she is still in Avelis. Look at Rashi. Um, uh, yeah, there's a couple of points here that are just important. Now, first of all, look at Rashi on Memalach and Aleph. All women can have Erisin. So he points out Rabbi Yossi on his Suoskai. Right? What Rabbi Yossi is talking about, he, he's saying an even bigger Kula. That's the point here. Right? We're going with Rabbanan, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Asi. Rabbi Asi is the, is, the, is the biggest Kula, sorry, Rabbi Yossi, is the biggest Kula in this whole approach. So when he says everyone can do Erisin, that's not just a big deal. Rabbi Huda said that. And he says, no, he's saying even the women who were in the Suos before, meaning they had a physical relationship with their original husband, they can do Erisin right away. Um, and he says, we don't make any type of, any type of, you know, Xera on Erisin because of what went happen with Nisuin. Um, right, Umihu, and his point is that before there was no distinction between Amman and Grusha, the Tarta Amman Aris Before, according to Rebuda, he's allowing an an an, uh, an, uh, an Amana to get engaged even while she's in Avelis. Right? But honestly, Amana meaning So he's just pointing out. This is all correct, he says, but, but in terms of Nisuin, in terms of an Amana, that's not permissible. Why? Because as long as long she's in Shloshim, she's not allowed to get married. That's an issue because of Avelos. Right? Rashi points out, that Rashi on now in Memi Amalfam Beis, points out, Mepinei Yivo, Avelos. V'hai kol anashim yisarsu, lavim ute arusa linase. The Hasan Kerib Yehuda. He's not, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not being more mocking than Rabbi Yehuda. Um, um, the Gabe Havchana, Rabbi Yossi, Mekel Tzvei, in Rabbi Because in terms of the actual Havchana, Rabbi Yossi is even more mitkal than Rabbi Yehuda. We saw in Daf Lamed Aleph, El Be'Avelos Asi Leflugelia. But he's come in terms of Afchana, he's actually more mitkal, and we'll see that as we move forward. But the the point that Rabbi Yossi is making, he's coming to say a chumra when it comes to Avelos. He's just pointing out that not everyone can do Erisin right away, even though Erisin is going to lead to Tashmish. Because if a woman is an Amana, she has to wait Shloshim Yom at least. She should be at least wait thirty days in order to be out of Avelis for her original husband. That's the Chiddush that Rabbi Yossi is making there, and we will pick up the Gemara tomorrow.